You are listening to the Self Image Experience Podcast, and I am your host, Chloe Rosam. Week two, episode number two. Here we go. So today's episode is going to be a bit of a continuation from last week. So I talked about why your self-image is so important. And this week, I'm going to be talking about why you have to come from a place of self-love. So when we start looking at our thoughts and our feelings and our lives and what we like and what we don't like, we're starting in that place of self-awareness. And a lot of the times when we go into that place of self-awareness, it's kind of scary and we want to just beat ourselves up a little bit because we're like, dang, how in the hell have I been living my life like this? I've been doing this. I've been thinking this. I've been feeling like shit. And oh my God, my thoughts are so negative. Super common. And what we want to do is we want to start beating ourselves up for that. And so we also when we come to that place of self-awareness and we're looking at ourselves in a very objective way, we tend to want to change things right away. Because now that we're aware of a lot of the stuff that's been going on, it's like, holy shit, I needed to change this like 10 years ago, five years ago, a couple months ago, whatever. So we're in a rush to change the things. And so this is where we kind of get into trouble because we go straight for trying to change all of the symptoms. And a lot of the times we do it without realizing. We think we're just, we're aware, so now we're changing it. But there's one key piece that we need to do before we can go ahead and start changing all these things. And that's acceptance. And the acceptance part is so important for two main reasons, because When we come from a place of acceptance, that means that we're acknowledging like, this is where I am and I'm willing to be here. And that has to come from a place of self-love. Because if you come at your journey from a place of love, there's going to be compassion, acceptance, and understanding and doing it for the right reasons versus doing it for the wrong reasons because you're unhappy and you just want to change it. So they sound very similar, but there is a big difference. And so that's what I want to talk about today, because this place that you come from can make all the difference in the results that you end up creating for yourself. So that's what I want to talk about today is how you can come from a place if you're just starting your journey, or even if you are somewhere along your journey, how you can implement unconditional love for yourself. I don't think a lot of us actually come from this place. Even when we're making changes that are changes in our lives that are in a way caring for ourselves, which you would argue, okay, that is from a loving place. It's not necessarily from a loving place because let's look at it this way. Let's say you're going to the gym. Easy example. You go to the gym every day, every morning. Now, without context, you could say... I go to the gym because I love myself and I am caring for my physical body and also my mental health. But 
why are you doing it? We don't look at that. And without that context, it is actually impossible to determine if that is out of self-love because a lot of us actually do that same action, but it's from a place of self-hate. That was me for a lot of years. I went to the gym and I was obsessed. I was I loved working out and I genuinely thought it was because I loved myself and because I took good care of myself and I wanted to have a rockin' strong body that took discipline and self-motivation and all the things. And I really believed this is me loving myself. But looking back, the reasons that I really went to the gym and exercised in the magnitude that I did was because I really didn't love myself. I went because I hated the way that I looked when I started. I went because I wanted so badly to look a different way than I did. And yes, I created the result that I wanted, but I definitely didn't come from a place of love. So what you might say, well, why does it matter if you can still achieve that same result? And the reason that it matters is because then I came out on the other side of it, all that hard work, all that dedication, all of the things that I sacrificed along the way to have exactly what I wanted. And guess what? (laughs) I still felt the same way inside. I could look in the mirror and say, yeah, I have a six pack. I can run very quickly. I can lift a lot of weight and I'm strong and I'm beautiful. But here's the thing is that I didn't feel that way. I would still look in the mirror and pick everything apart. And I would still go to the gym because I still didn't look perfect enough. And I still didn't have my own back because if something external to me, I felt that I wasn't, you know, meeting the standards of other people. Well, I definitely didn't have my own back. I still didn't love myself even with that result. And that's why it's so important to have this before you even go and and do the actions. Because yes, you can still do the action. You can insert going to the gym from my example with anything that you are currently experiencing. Maybe you are doing the action that you think is self-care or is uh, getting you the result that you want. But what place are you coming from? Because that is so important. And the example I gave is an example of why that is so important. So explore that for your own situation and for what you are trying to implement in your own life. And make sure that it is coming from a place of self-love. Because if you come at anything from a place of self-hate, well, you will be surprised or maybe not surprised to find that once you get the thing that you think is going to make you feel better or love yourself, once you get that, you won't. You won't because it's not the thing outside of you or the result that you've created that is supposed to be giving you your happiness or your feel good or your sense of love for yourself. Because those external things aren't always going to be there. They won't. And wouldn't you want to be able to love yourself without those external things? What about if something happened and you weren't able to have that result, whether it be for, we'll use my example of having that ability to exercise or go to the gym or having a six pack. Because as soon as you take that away, that external thing that I thought 
was making me love myself, well, then what do you find? You find that then you hate yourself again. So imagine if you were to be able to love yourself unconditionally. There are no conditions. You can go to the gym or you can not go to the gym. And guess what? You'll still love yourself. You can have a six-pack or you can have a six-pack of rolls. And guess what? You can still love yourself. Wouldn't that be so much better than attributing your self-love to external things or, or certain situations or having the conditions put on that? It would be so much better. And it is so much better. So that leads me into explaining ways that you can love yourself unconditionally. And first, I really do want you to explore in your own life where you're putting conditions on your love. Where do you give yourself limitations in when you feel like you love yourself compared to when you feel like you don't? When are the times where you feel successful and happy and you're attributing those feelings to things outside of you? And when do you feel loved and worthy? And is it always when it's something external, when you've achieved something or when you look a certain way or when you do a certain thing? Explore that and see what that looks like for you right now. That's a really good starting point. All right, my friends, that is it for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave a rating and review. And if you really want to help me get my podcast out there, you can share it on one of your social media platforms and don't forget to tag me. All right. I will see you back here next Friday and we will continue to do the work. Take care, my friends. Mm -hmm.